Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about what is a marketing funnel and how you can use it for your business. So basically when you Google the keyword marketing funnel, this is going to be funny because uh, one of Neil's companies that he co-founded, Kissmetrics, is the number one result. And the single green post that we have is either the number two or number three result. So um, take a look at those resources. But basically when you think of a a business from top to bottom, or let's just think about hiring, for example, when you're hiring somebody, when any company hires somebody, there's a funnel at the very beginning, right? Um, somebody, you know, at the very top, you have a lot of different candidates, a lot of them are unqualified. And then when you get to the very bottom, that's when you're trying to close the right candidate. And there's only a few people left. So you might have 100 people at the top of the funnel. And then at the very bottom, you might only have two or three people. Um, and then maybe you only hire one at the very end who you close. It's the same thing with the sales funnel too. You have a lot of customers come in. Uh, let's, let's think about an e-commerce site, for example. Um, or, or more so visitors, not customers. Yes, visitors that come in. That's correct. Thank you, Neil. Um, so you might have 100 customers come into an e-commerce site and maybe only 1% or 2% actually end up converting at the end of the day. So what we're going to talk about today is all the stuff that happens from top to bottom um, and it's, you know, there's a different process for each section and that's basically your marketing funnel. So Neil, what are your thoughts around marketing funnels in general? Yeah, a marketing funnel is a great way to get people to convert. So think of it this way. If you go down the street and you ask someone, a random stranger, will you marry me? What's going to happen? The chances are they're going to say no. If they say yes, they're probably crazy and you should run away. But in most cases, they're going to say no. And why is that? It's because they have no clue who you are. I don't care if you look like Brad Pitt. Yeah, sure, if you're Brad Pitt, they may say yes. But even if you're handsome, the chances are, or rich, most people are going to say no. And the reason they're going to say no is because they don't know you. On the flip side, if you ask a random stranger, will you go on a date? You have a much higher chance that they'll say yes. Then you go on a few dates, they like you. Then from there, you go on some more dinner dates. You hang out with their friends. They hang out with your friends. You may even meet their parents like six months later. They meet your parents. Then a year later, you move into each with each other. And then two years later, if you ask them, hey, will you marry me? There's a much higher chance that they'll say yes. The same goes with the web. You got to get to know your visitors. The money, in essence, is in the people who say no. They're not buying. But they don't really mean no. They just mean not right now. So if you get to know these people, you collect an email, you can use tools like HelloBar, you can do opt-ins, you can use uh, SumoMe, you can use Bounce Exchange, whatever you want. You collect emails from your site. Then once you collect the emails, if you then educate people, you drip them, you help them out, you make sure that you're building that trust. They get to know you, you get to know them. And then when you start selling them on your products or services, a few days later, a few weeks later, a month later, they're much more likely to say yes. And then once they buy, you want to put them in a different funnel for all the people that have purchased once because they're much more easier 
to get those people to buy more things or upsell, right? In other words, you're getting them to pay for other premium versions or services or upgrades. Yeah, and I want to talk about the marketing funnel from a content marketing perspective. So when you're putting together content, you might have your top of the funnel, so this is tofu, and then you have your middle of the funnel, this is known as mofu, and then you have the bottom of the funnel, which is known as bofu. So top of the funnel content might be something that is uh, something like what is digital marketing, for example, or what is a marketing funnel. And then the middle might be, you know, after they, they read your, your content, you might retarget them and ask them to opt into an ebook. You might retarget them on Facebook and then you're getting them into, you know, that, that's the middle of the funnel, um, type of thing. And you can also have middle of the fun- funnel type of content too. So, you know, how to select the right marketing funnel tool. So there's a lot of different ways you can organize them, the, the, the middle of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel. Um, and then the bottom is when you're trying to, like Neil mentioned, you might be trying to close them on, on some type of offer. Maybe it's a webinar or maybe it's a low dollar offer or it's a subscription, whatever it is exactly you have to be moving people logically down the sequence and you can't just ask them for the sale immediately so the first thing that I, I think Neil talked about the importance of of collecting emails that's that's really important and I think you know it would be helpful if we talked a little bit about the the tools that we use for you know getting people through the sequence and, and tagging people now for me personally we use drip drips just uh, you know we've used infusionsoft in the past but uh, drip is just a really lightweight easy uh, you know kind of email automation tool that allows us to tag people, move people along the sequence. And after they take an action, we can send them into another sequence like Neil's talking about. And they were just recently acquired by lead pages, which is a, another tool that I really love. Um, Neil, what do you use and how does your marketing funnel look? Yeah, sure. So I like using Infusionsoft. Uh, it's much more complex than drip. I have to pay Infusionsoft consultants because it's too hard for me to use, but the features that I have are so advanced. It really helps my bottom line with my sales. And I'll give you an example of how, let's say, I use uh, Infusionsoft. So you may end up reading the Crazy Egg blog. Let's say you opt in as an email subscriber, and we have different funnels, and we test different things, but I'm just going to give you an example of one of them. You read the Crazy Egg blog. You see a post on A-B testing. You like it. You opt in for uh, the newsletter. So we have your name and email now. Then what we'll do is we'll send you a few more pieces of content over the next week. And these pieces of content will teach you more about A-B testing, uh, conversion optimization, uh, user tracking, etc. Then once that's done, the next thing that we do is, let's say a week later, and we're tracking to see who's opening the emails. Because in Infusionsoft, it shows us if you're not opening the emails, then what we do is we try to send you other variations of it. So if you don't open up any of the emails, we don't sell you. But assuming you are opening them up the emails... Then what we'll do is we'll say, hey, you know, now that you've read all these posts about conversion optimization and A-B testing, why don't you try improving your conversion rate? Here's a free trial for Crazy Egg. All you have to do is just click here to get started. So then they put in their name and email. They put in their website URL. They put in their credit card on the page. And then, boom, we now have them in a free trial. Once they're using it, it's a 30-day free trial. Then what we do is we keep educating them throughout the first 30 days. We teach them how they can use a product. We actually look at, are they logging in? Did they run a test? If they didn't create a test, because even if you sign up for the product, you have to use it. So if they didn't use the product, we put them in a different funnel saying, hey, start your first A-B test. And then once we get them to do that, we put them in a different funnel. Hey, your A-B test is done. Now let's start uh, analyzing the data and then make more changes from there. And by taking them through multiple funnels, we can then increase the likelihood that they'll pay. Even if they start a test and they don't have enough data, they're then in a different funnel than someone whose test is over. And we say, 
hey, we noticed you started an A-B test, but you're not getting enough visitors to your website. Here are three articles that you should read that will help you get more traffic so then that way your A-B test can end quicker and you can figure out if your test is causing you to get more sales or less sales. But the beautiful part about Infusionsoft is it lets us track all of these things and then from there, we can put people into multiple different funnels. And for one product, like let's say a Crazy Egg, we may have 11 or 12 different funnels that we're getting people through. And the reason it's split up like that is if we just had one generic funnel from, hey, you're a blog subscriber, we get you into a free trial and then hopefully you pay. Well, there's a lot of people who may not even sign up when they're offered a free trial. For those people, if they open up the email, they click through, they get all the way to the checkout page, but they don't uh, continue through, we may push them into a different funnel say, hey, I noticed you went all the way to the checkout page, but you didn't continue. What's stopping you? Is it that you had to put in a credit card? I'm so confident that you'll get value out of Crazy Egg. I'm willing to let you in on a free trial without a credit card, right? That could be a different funnel. And then once they get up and running and towards the end of the trial, we can be like, Look, now that you're using and you're getting results, if you want to continue pushing forward and growing your sales, you got to put in a credit card. Click here to do so. The concept that Neil ta- Neil's talking about here, the, the concept of segmentation is really important. And when you're starting out, perhaps it doesn't need to get, you don't need to get too sophisticated. I think the things we're talking about right now, you might be like, oh, well, that, you know, that's not for me. But let me just put it this way. I, I know Infusionsoft probably has a trial. I know Drip has a 30-day trial. And guess what? They also have a plan for $1 a month for up to 100 subscribers. And by the way, I'm not affiliated with Drip. Uh, I'm just really familiar with, with how they work. But let's just say you're starting out. You know, you don't have a lot of content out there. You know, if you get somebody to opt in and the first email that comes out, maybe you can ask them a few questions about who they are. Maybe you can say, hey, tell us about who you are. You know, A, you have a business. B, you have a business that does over $5 million or less than $5 million a year. You can start to find out more and more about these people and tailor your messages um, to these specific audiences. So, you know, you can have... Um, you know, if people click on, on link A, they're going to be subscribed to, you know, campaign A. If they click on B, they're going to be subscribed to campaign B. So that way you're going to be able to tailor your messaging. And then down the road, when you start to add more and more content, uh, things are going to get a lot more sophisticated. Well, you might need somebody that's good with funnels to come help you uh, put the logic together. Because at, at least for somebody like me, who, who can get pretty disorganized pretty quickly, um, it can become a task and, and get pretty messy. And you don't want your funnel to be messy at the end of the day because it becomes a bad experience. Neil, do you have anything to add before we finish? today's episode when you're doing funnels as eric mentioned keep it simple yes the example i gave you is really complex and you want to eventually end up getting there but you want to start out with the minimal viable funnel get it out there see if it's helping improve your conversions and then if it is then add more to it and make it more complex but if it's not helping then you need to keep adjusting the first part of your funnel right your top of funnel and then keep going from there and once you fine-tune that, then you can start moving down to the middle of the funnel and the end of the funnel. Tofu, tofu, tofu. Eat your tofu. All right. We will see you in the next episode of Marketing School. See you guys tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.